I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Hi, I'm Patty Teal here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson at Scam Squad. And we have our favorite criminologist here today, and I'll let Vicki do the honors. Hi, Patty. Yes, we have with us today Judy Chrisman Yates, one of our favorite guests. And she is the author of the wonderful Financial Exploitation Newsletter, which she publishes every month. It's always full of such amazing, wonderful, worthwhile information. It's hard for me to pick and choose. But I asked her to come in today and talk about a couple of things that were in both of the July and the June newsletter, which I thought were important and timely and of interest to our listeners. So the first thing I want to talk about, Judy, I got a notice in the mail that said it was an American Community Survey, ACS. And when I looked at it, it looked like it could easily be a scam. So what can you tell us about this survey? Well, thank you once again for having me back on Scam Squad. I love being here. And you are absolutely right in being concerned about that. However, it does happen to be legitimate. And it is a survey. It falls under the Census Bureau, which is part of the Department of Commerce. Why is this survey important to complete? Because they want me to complete it and answer all kinds of personal questions. It's very important, just like the 10-year census. It collects a lot of information, and it is used to make decisions on where to put federal money for highways, for schools, hospitals, all of that. Okay. And how did I get selected? What method is used to select the households that get to be in this survey? Well, it turns out that three and a half million people are selected from all different parts of the country. It can happen anytime during the year. You just happen to be the lucky one this time. So it was just random? It's absolutely random. What can you expect if you get one of these AC surveys? Well, it turns out that you'll get a notice in the mail and it will say that we're conducting this, you've been selected, and please go online and complete the survey. If you don't do that, then reminders will follow. And if you don't do that, also reminders on your email will follow and a paper questionnaire will follow. They really want that information. It's really important to get that information so they know what to do with the federal money. Also, they may call you. They may show up at your door. And if they do show up at your door, they have to have photo ID with the U.S. Department of Commerce seal and an expiration date on that. You know, I have a question about the census. I am not real good, to put it mildly, at answering those kinds of things. And actually, they sent a certified census to my house. I was shocked. I did sign for it. Now, a couple of weeks more have gone by. I guess I have to dig it up and fill it out and go to the site and answer the questions. Are we legally bound to answer the census? They are going to really stick with you. It's just a lot easier <laughs> to, you know, to answer the questions. However. They do have a place that you can go online and check. And if you go to the regional area, and it turns out California is in with five other states in the Los Angeles region, and you call 1-800-992-3530. One more time, that's 1-800-992-3530. And uh, you can check to see if it's valid. You can also go to census.gov and check on it and see what the form looks like. 
So if you get one of these AC surveys, but you're not sure and you want to verify that it's legitimate, is this where you would go to check? Yes, exactly. All right. So I'll go ahead and complete that survey. Thank you for reassuring me that it's not a scam. I'm suspicious of everything these days, everything. So on to another topic, Medicare fraud prevention. Now, individuals who receive Medicare benefits get monthly statements, or they should be getting monthly statements. What should recipients of Medicare do with these statements? Well, a little about Medicare. So it's a federal health insurance program for people that are 65 and older, and some people who are younger with disabilities and end-stage renal disease, they also are on Medicare. Once you get your statement, it should come every month. You really need to check especially for things that you did not experience, you didn't order, tests that may be added on there, COVID tests that you did not ask for, or maybe COVID tests were sent to you and you didn't order them. So you need to check that carefully and balance it out. Think of it like your credit card or your check checks, and you want to balance and make sure that it's reconciled and it's all the services that you've actually experienced. Okay. So in other words, if you find that the statement has a treatment on it that you didn't receive or some other discrepancy, a doctor maybe that you didn't even see, what should you do? The first thing you ought to do is just check with the health provider, whoever it is, the the name on that statement. And if you do not get the answers that you want, then I would call Medicare. That's 1-800-MEDICARE. And even if you still don't get the answers that you want or that you need, you can go ahead. They have a senior medical patrol, which has detailed information on scams. A senior Medicare patrol it's for preventing fraud. So that's really an important place to check. Let's say that I'm billed for a COVID test and my doctor didn't order a COVID test. Not the doctors have to order it. They don't. But I didn't go anywhere to get a COVID test and yet it shows up on my Medicare statement. What do I do? Well, in that particular case, for COVID tests, you would go to the Health and Human Services Office, the Inspector General. So you can do that online or you can call one 800 HHS tips. That's 1-800-447-8477. And I know that Medicare fraud is really rampant. What is the estimated annual cost of Medicare fraud? It's estimated to be over $60 billion each year. Oh, $60 billion. That is just shocking. And so really, we all need to do our part by reporting a false part of the statement if we get it. If there's a false entry on the statement, that's the little bit that we can do to prevent that kind of fraud from happening. Because if we all report the entries that are not accurate, that are not correct, that are fraudulent, at least maybe that won't get charged. Exactly. We want to try to keep the expenses down because ultimately we're all paying for this as taxpayers. So we really need to do our part and just verify that we got the services, not too many, not too few, the ones that we ordered, and just reconcile that statement. Okay. So speaking of the cost of fraud, we know that AARP is the American Association of Retired Persons. Their literature is directed at people 50 years and older, and they have excellent fraud information for all ages. In the June report, how much did they estimate that seniors had lost to elder financial exploitation? 
estimate $28.3 billion a year is stolen from adults over 60 in the United States alone. Say that number again. $28.3 billion a year. That's stunning. Also, speaking of AARP, they have something called the Fraud Watch Network. What services does Fraud Watch Network provide? As you said, the Fraud Watch Network, and it has a place to go to look up scams, a scam tracker where you can input a report if you've had a problem, but you can check them out specifically. You can get regular updates directly from fraud experts, and you can go on and share your story with a social network that ARP has put together. The online resources help protect veterans, service members, and their families. I learned that it was uh, started in 1958 in Ojai, California, which is just about 30 minutes from San Interesting. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. It's an outstanding organization, and they do send out a soft cover flyer every month, actually two of them, a magazine to seniors if you've signed up for it. It's excellent. I actually just put in the newsletter resources that I have read that I think people might be interested in and the links so that they can look them up. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. In fact, a lot of the information that I share on these broadcasts are from ARP, an article that I might have read. And I am a member and I do get their publications. And I also get updates online here at work from ARP. So I can't recommend it highly enough. It's an incredible organization. And I suggest that everybody log on and see what's there because it's a wide, wide range of activities and information, including things like diet and exercise and what foods that you should avoid after a certain age and so forth and so on. So just a wealth and a wealth of information. Judy, I think that was all that we had from you today. Thank you so much. I see that we have a little bit of time left over and I got a recent warning that I wanted to uh, share with our listeners because I think it's important. This is from the FBI. It says tech support scams now use shipping companies to collect cash. So we all know about the tech support scams, and we all know that often scammers want to get paid with gift cards or now cryptocurrency. Well, now, apparently, one of the new favorite ways to get paid is by cash. Apparently, there's a recent nationwide uptick in these kinds of tech support scams. And what, of course, they do is somebody calls the victim and says, we're from the tech support company and we owe you money and we need to get remote access to your computer and we need to pay you for a program that you paid for, but we're no longer offering. And so we're going to give you a refund. They encourage you to give remote access to the scammer and then, oh, log on to your bank account so that we can deposit that money back into your bank account. And of course, they make the big mistake. And instead of depositing $400, which they say they owe you, they deposit $4,000. And so, oh my gosh, $3,600. I made the mistake and I put it in your account and I need to get it back. Otherwise, I'm going to lose my job and a whole big sob story. But what they want the victims to do now, they used to say, go down, buy gift cards, $3,600 worth and ship that off to us. I guess they finally figured out That was too time consuming. So now they want the victims to go to their bank, take out $3,600 in cash, usually stick it in a magazine so it can probably be undetected by scanners, put the magazine in a box, 
wrap the box up and ship it off. And they usually instruct victims to ship packages containing money to pharmacies and retail businesses that are equipped to receive shipping company packages. So to a legitimate business that is set up to receive shipments. But anyway, that is the latest thing that you need to watch out for and be afraid of. Anybody asks you to go get cash, and I've heard about this recently, by the way, anyone tells you to go to the bank, get cash, put it in a box, ship it off to a particular address, you're dealing with a scammer. Just stop right there, full stop, don't go any further. And of course, the FBI does give us tips how to protect yourself from scammers. Never download software at the request of an unknown individual who contacted you. We all know that one. Never allow an unknown individual who contacted you to have control of your computer. We know that one. Do not click on unsolicited pop-ups, links sent via text messages, email links or attachments. And again, we've warned about this many, many times. And then, of course, do not contact the phone number in a pop-up text or email. So if the text or the email refers you to a phone number, don't dial the number. And the last one, and the one that we just talked about, never send cash via mail or shipping companies. And of course, if you do get scammed or if you do get contacted by somebody attempting to scam you, you need to file a complaint with ic3.gov, report it to the FBI. So that's my warning for the day. And that's a good one, Vinny. I have just a quick one to share. I was watching Good Morning America this morning. It's such a little easy thing to remember. But they were saying people around the country are being asked to say yes. They said the one word you should never say. So they'll call up on the phone. Is this so-and-so? Whatever. They'll get you to say yes. And then whether it's through our artificial intelligence or whatever, they can say you ordered something and it's hard to get out of. So the one word never to say, if you do mistakenly answer the phone, never say yes. Good advice. That was a good little <laughs> reminder. That's a good tip. Well, thank you so much, Judy, for coming on the show today, as always, with a very important and worthwhile information, good tips for us. We'll have you back soon. Yes, thank you. as always, it was so very helpful. Thank you so much. Vicki, would you give your scam hotline number? Absolutely. Area code 805-568-2442. And again, 805-568-2442. And I welcome your calls. And if you happen to be listening to this on a podcast or you're watching it on YouTube, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any important warnings. Take care. Thanks, Patty. Bye-bye.